Yeah, yeah. I would say I'm definitely most interested in the worthless areas. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to What's My Thesis. I am your host, Javier Proenza. Each week, my guests and I share the answers we found to the questions we have. Join us as we explore and expand our worldview through research and ask, what's my thesis? And today, hold up. I'm going to do this one right because I always try to say someone's name based on like what I've imagined their name to be <laughs> based on looking at it. I'm, I'd be curious. I'd be curious. Well, I'm probably going to get it wrong either way because yeah. yours, is, yours is a tricky one. Uh, my guest today is David. David, I mispronounced your first, first name. Easy. The <laughs> first one's easy. David Alikogi. That's close. Alikogi. Close. The K is silent, so it's oh. Alahugi. Alahugi. Okay. Alahugi. You're the first guest that I haven't needed to send up the send the informational email out. Right. Like, right. And so, I'm still not sure that you're on board with the premise. But do you have a topic today specifically, or did you just come um, to, to kind of talk in broad terms? We could kind of talk in, in broad terms. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Because you know, usually I have so. someone come in with a topic, but it's it's right, like. Right. But since well, you jumped on it, a, I didn't want to be like. Show, I do have a show coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, I have several shows coming up around the topic of uh, gravity. That's the title of my next big show. Okay. It's at LA Municipal Art Gallery. Um, and then there's a few other things going on. There's going to be kind of a, uh, a uh, auxiliary show that's happening at Commonwealth and Council. Okay. Um, as well as a thing that's opening up at uh, California African American Museum in association with the Smithsonian, um, it's a traveling exhibition by the Smithsonian. Um, so, and my, my work seems to be all these kind of shows have work that's related to this, this idea of, um, gravity. Mm-hmm. In what, so, in what sense? Like physically um, it's, or it's, metaphorically? It's, uh, it's, um, really using simple words to talk about really broad ideas okay so in the last show that i had um them boys that's the one that was, was at macarthur Park. that was the one that was at skip macarthur yeah, um i saw that one yeah like that was like for me like a, a way to re-enter talking about um the figure in my work mm-hmm. um and part of what was interesting to me about looking at all of the the work in the same place and kind of coming to a place where things started to to mesh um, was this idea of uh, weight mm-hmm. um, and the body and how that could kind of, in a lot of ways, be um, uh, a symbolic but also, like, real and present... Um, signifier of like how how you were doing whether that was like um an emotional state like a physical state um uh 
Yeah, the idea of using this idea of gravity to talk about um, maybe a person's uh, momentum in mm. life, you know, them continuing to do what they've been doing, to continue to try to do things that they haven't been able to do. Um, do you have any specific examples in mind from um, personal so, experience so, that we can like uh, there's put a, there's on? a lot of there's a lot of kind of stuff. There's a lot of kind of stuff. Do you have any people you want to um, call out? Uh, <laughs> there's always people I want to call out. I mean, I I feel like it's it's been uh, um, one of the one of the struggles or one of the kind of maturing as a as an artist has been um, trying to find ways to not just call people out, but like maybe you know, focus on the work, push through everything through your kind of ideas and, you know, the articulation of those things. Um, but uh, I got hit by a car recently. Okay. I got hit by a car on, uh, what was it, uh, Glendale. First Glendale thought is Ewing. the, did you, have you seen Meet Joe Black? Um, like Meet Joe Black. Meet it, Joe Black. Sounds familiar. It's a terrible Brad Pitt movie, but he gets right, hit by, right. by two cars in that in like one sequence. Yeah, yeah. That was the first thing I yeah, thought of. Yeah. Definitely sounds familiar. I might have seen that. I might yeah. have seen that. It's a te- it, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a terrible movie. It's a terrible Brad Pitt movie. It's a three Must hour have been one Brad of the Pitt movie. Early ones, because he's been doing serious roles for like. Forever. It's a serious one. It's one where he's deaf and <laughs> so, Anthony Hopkins like right. he he takes vacation. So basically, in that movie, the guy Brad Pitt uh, gets killed, and then yeah. death inhabits his body, and then yeah. he starts hanging out with yeah. uh, with yeah. he takes a vacation, hanging out with Anthony Hopkins right. before he collects Anthony Hopkins. Soul, uh-huh. and then his daughter's uh-huh. Claire Forlani, and uh, yeah. I don't know if you remember her yeah. from uh, <laughs> from the '90s, but huh. yeah, I think I've seen that. I definitely yeah. like to to know it. I would have to rewatch it, but but you probably it sounds, shouldn't. It sounds familiar. <laughs> there's a there's another one, um, another movie like that. I feel like um, where where there's like a like a a real kind of physical character representing like the devil or something. Um, and he dresses up in like a suit or something. I forget what it is. And it's like a Brad Pitt type character, a Brad Pitt type. Are you, is it is it the Devil's Advocate? The Devil's Ke- Advocate. Counter Reeves. Yes. Are yes. you serious? I yeah. got it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah Sometimes thing things like that just of. seem so like because yeah. I listen to a lot of podcasts. So yeah. like that's I like to a lot of podcasts too. I uh, listen to quite I, a few. Yeah. What do you What do you so, listen to? So I listen to um, Reply All. Okay. I listened to, and from Reply All, I found uh, The Nod, which is like a kind of like a black culture podcast. Okay. Um, I listened to, and like, I don't listen to this all the time, um, but I'll have like, like binge moments with uh, the Desus and Maros kind of stuff. It's, uh, so are these like comedy? Bodega Boys. Bodega okay. Boys is the name of it. And they had a thing on. Uh, I want to say it was HBO. It was like a late night show or something. And but I feel like the the podcast that they do is really good. It's like a um, kind of it's like a trashy you know current events okay um, news culture podcast I guess you know where like the uh, usually like the first like fifteen minutes is like AKAs and just like. AKs. Introductions, okay, you know that are like funny and and, <laughs> and creative. Um, so it's it's one of the one of the things that I love about it is 
I feel like there's nothing explanatory about it um, in the way that you're expected to enter into like, at this point they have hundreds and because it's like, uh, it's daily. Oh, oh wow. So, That's um, a lot of work. Yeah. At this point they have like so many episodes and you're kind of just like forced to jump into like what they're talking about, like how they're talking about it. Um, all the inside jokes. And all the inside jokes. And yeah. like they, they give you no, it's like how I can, how I can imagine, you know, walking into, you know, a barber shop that you've never been before. And everybody's like talking about like football. You don't watch football or something. <laughs> right. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And it's like, if you want to, if you want to kind of get the, the really kind of richness of this thing, you kind of have to do some work. Mm-hmm. And um, as an artist and just being kind of, in a lot of ways, like forced to maybe make sure that, um, people are able to see what I'm coming from, see where I'm coming from, or at least like, I feel like that's like a little bit a part of my training. Um, mm. Seeing like people give no care to that is like wildly. Um, give no care to where they're from? We'll, we'll, we'll give no care to the idea that um, a person might not speak their language. Oh, okay. Or might yeah, not yeah, understand yeah. Where, where they're coming from or their particular viewpoint. You know, um, there's no kind of explanatory commas. It's just, it is what it is, yeah. you know. And it's and up like, to you to catch up. It's up to you yeah. to catch up or, yeah. or, you know, get hip to whatever they're saying or how they're saying it. You know, I could, I, I can, I can imagine like a, like a person, like listening, listening to it with someone else who's mm-hmm. never listened to it before and just feeling wildly uncomfortable because you're just like you <laughs> yeah. don't know what this is and why it's amazing but like if you if you, have you try ever, you will have you ever listened to a podcast with someone else um that just feels like a weird thing I, i've never i have never done that i've never, I've done, never that. done that i don't that's know whether I, I, that's a good i mean if it's, it, it is just, such a it is such a, a a private thing right um like i just feel like yeah. i would be especially if it was an episode that i had or, or like introducing someone to like something yeah. that you're into yeah like and then you're sitting there and you're like, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> and they're like, blank stare. <laughs> right, right. I, I definitely think that some podcasts are better than others in terms of that. Like, um, there's that, there's all of those really hyper kind of um, well-produced ones. Like, like NPR type. Like the NPR yeah. ones. What is a, there's a, there's a really good one that like, I mean, for better or worse, it's like the most hyper-produced podcast, but it's amazing. Every time I listen to it, um, 99% Invisible. Have you listened to that no. one? It's Roman Mars. Um, there's another one on NPR called Invisibilia that's really good. Um, this All American of those Life. exhaust me, though. That, they that, do. That, they they that's, do. It's so, you know? it's, and, and, yeah. like, and, you know, what's more exhausting to me, yeah. you know, I think, like, it's one of those things where – the fandom of something makes yeah. you not like it right, and, and right. NPR fans. I mean, yeah. not that I disagree with them politically or anything like that, but there is this, uh, there is a taking yourself, there is a taking yourself way serious. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know? <laughs> um, and, and, and that is, you know, those are the ones that translate better when you're listening to with someone else. I mean, I've never done it, but I can imagine like someone being like, 
you know what? Actually, this is good. You're right. <laughs> thank, you, thank you for that. You know? Um, yeah. So. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, just the way that people got into cereal was kind of crazy. Right. That's you an know? example like, of another one. And it was know? just such a disappointment at the end. And it basically yeah. was like every other true crime series like that, yeah. like Making a Murder. There's no resolution. And it's yeah. all, do you trust this guy? Like, that's basically... Yeah. I think that like like and I'm a big fan of one uh, true crime podcast in particular called uh, Last Podcast on the Left, and it's just like Lad, last podcast on the left. The most inappropriate like yeah. shit. I couldn't imagine yeah. like because it, it's it's horrifying. Like right. you know they they get into Jonestown massacre. They talk about yeah. serial killers and all of that. Like I couldn't yeah. imagine sharing that, but it's fucking hilarious. And yeah. like yeah. there's something that. Um, that I think is happening with a lot of those like making a murder type documentaries, which yeah. like that shit's just gonna fade because right, right. It's the they're same wildly thing. popular on uh, Netflix. Yeah, and and so, I and I watch them, but yeah. I th- but the more of them that I watch, the more I realize like the end result is the same. I yeah. don't I don't know if I believe this person right. is innocent or not, yeah. and like yeah. and I don't know I can't trust the show itself because it's huh. it's it's got its own point of view and its own yeah, agenda. An agenda. Right, it's so, true. It's true, but my yeah. I think I think that my beef with a lot of NPR people is that yeah. they think they're a lot more cultured than they are, yes. and they're just yeah. NPR cultured. Yeah. Yeah. They're like they are part of a <clears throat> of a of, of a mechanism of dispersing things, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so that is that is specific. Yeah, that is specific. Is is the is the main. And it's and it's very you know. nostalgic about Americana and and sometimes mm. about parts of America that maybe don't yeah. we shouldn't be so nostalgic about. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of people that listen to uh, to um, NPR that have family members of which they say, well, well, it was a different time back then, mm. and that's like a very you know as liberal as you are, that's yeah. still an apologizing thing for like yeah. people's lives being miserable. And yeah. it, it do, you know, and so so it is this like really sticky like, ugh, mm. you know. Yeah, it seems like they have so many different podcasts as well. There's yeah. like a lot of different like niches, which I I feel like is useful um, to have like as like a like a network of of different things which you can look at from different perspectives. But I think that what ends up happening is, you know, they're they're different subject matters, but they're maybe not different perspectives. And they're Which very, is, yeah. And it's it's a it's a style of production, right? right? right. Which I think eventually <laughs> will yeah. have will will sound yeah. as dated as like when we hear that mid Atlantic like nineteen twenties, right. like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. From all the ships what is, at sea. What is um slick podcast production like look like? And like, are you kind of subscribing to that? I think yeah, there's a there's a, a question because like that does put you in danger of dating yourself eventually yeah you know because there is a a a uniformity to like that kind of production value is definitely what i found like where you Um, can just imagine people sitting outside in the yard yeah like taking and like yeah i get it that like that sort of paints a picture but then it also makes me think about the production but i mean it's like everything right I, i i think that podcasting is a fairly it's fairly new, right? Like yeah. When did when did the? It's like probably the, a, I, a decade, fifteen years. It, in. It, it came out of the iTunes stuff, or yeah. I forget like how this whole thing started, right? But I think that um, everything kind of has its own uh, language, right? Um, in terms of uh, storytelling, 
Yeah. Um, I feel like a documentary film definitely has a particular language. Um, and maybe like all of these kind of conventions that we're finding in, in podcasts are just like, you know, going to be a part of how it's uh, historicized or how people learn how to do it. Could you imagine yeah. someone going, going to school to learn how to podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I went to, I went to, to, I got my MFA in podcast. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure, yeah. like, like audio engineering. I'm sure yeah. you can get real specific. The more that, well, yeah. like the other thing that was crazy is like I've yeah. never listened to any of the shows that you've li- that you right. just mentioned, yeah. and and yeah, and I you know, to, to to quite a few. It's a good way to to spend time when you're on the road, yeah, driving, you know, yeah, and commuting so, and whatnot. Oh. Yeah, it can. I, I mean, I'm a big I'm a big music person, and I've noticed that like it can definitely. I don't know, kind of suck you into to, to stuff that like gets you a little bit away from listening to as much music. Yeah. I've heard from other people that like, you know, when they really get into podcasting, it like kills their music listening. It's they're listening to music all the because they're listening to podcasts yeah. all the time now. Which is which is definitely different than listening to music. Um, I would say. Yeah. It's, especially considering the fact that um I mean a lot of the podcasts I listen to are, you know, friends talking about stuff usually. Yeah. But um, they more often than not end up informational to some degree, you know. And I, I think that people nowadays are a little bit on information overload. Like they're being like told about stuff like all the time, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, um, I'm definitely always. Good news, bad yeah, yeah. news, you know, like. I was just thinking we were walking down the street, like how much I dislike people put like like putting stuff <laughs> yeah. in my hand. Yeah, you so know what I mean? Like, and that was such a hostile. Like I didn't even <laughs> right. I didn't even understand like, what his approach was. Yeah, He's like, hey, yeah. someone's coming. Well, it's like it's like the idea with sales is to um, ask open-ended questions. Yeah. Right. You know, and so you ask a person a question that like you, and then you kind of, you know, you're 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 provoking a a, a later kind of. Or, or extended interaction, um, and uh, that's always like frustrating, you know. And I and I, and I think that uh, podcast definitely there is like a like a danger with it being like a like another um, what's the when you with the iPhone. Oh the, yeah, the, yeah, the 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 news Addiction, feed, the, 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 the like the like the, the scroll fatigue yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, I don't know. Though. I have I a little bit of that. <laughs> I have a little bit of that. I can't yeah. stop myself though. So yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't know. It it is it is nice to sort of. Um, music doesn't do that. Yeah, music doesn't. <laughs> no, music so. just kind of, and it also can break you out of your own like thinking patterns. It can it can sort of put you outside of a reality that you would yeah. otherwise would not be able to access. Right? Because yeah. you're alone, but you feel like you're with people. Like yeah. that's pretty powerful because yeah, I, I yeah, there, there's yeah. a lot that of is, times that is the, the 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 great part about it for me yeah um is is definitely like but there there's something like there's like a uh inherent fallacy in that that i realized that like hey like these people that i've gotten to know over like x amount of episodes yeah. like i don't actually know them yeah and you know they don't I mean? more, it's more like they so, don't know you right they don't know me you know that's them more very precise well. so yeah. that's a, that's an interesting interaction to have yeah. with somebody that yeah. like yeah like yeah. that you're super excited to see you know but yeah. um 
but it is also very niche and very uh, like you can. It, I like that you can find your people. You know? Yeah, like, yeah, definitely. We I end up with it's it surprises me. I'll, I'll end up with you know every now and then like I just had a bunch of downloads from Sweden and a bunch of downloads from Venezuela. Yeah, that. That's and, I, and I was like. Yo, <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, and that's like super exciting too. You know, uh, the uh, that like uh, that is very exciting. Yeah, it is very exciting. And then I, also, yeah. what was cool is that seeing that was like it, uh, Venezuela is listed as uh, the Bolivarian Republic of Venezuela, yeah. and I was like, oh shit! Now <laughs> I need to go into all of that. Like, I'm just right. so curious about all American interventions because this whole caravan thing is fascinating because yeah. it's like. We kind of fucked up these countries to begin yeah. with, you know. Yeah. So they're like leaving all of this, like it, and and like it. That's just such a big disconnect. Not to yeah. get too heavy, or I mean, we can go back into I gravity. Mean, yeah, like, I mean, it's all related. That's just the thing, you know. So. so what's it called? So like, can you get in a little bit more into the gravity um, thing? So uh, it started with like thinking about like these these men and their pants sagging. You know, um, like where that comes from. So, like, you know, the last couple of years, I, I spent a lot of time, um, like, historicizing that, like, figuring out where that came from, like, as mm -hmm. an aesthetic. Um, and you that landed you on Marky Mark? Uh, I mean, <laughs> it's kind of like you can't, like, avoid how things become, like, a part of the kind of pop culture you know, collective consciousness. Like at one point I was like looking at pictures of not just like Marky Mark, but like Justin Bieber and like New Kids on the Block. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. it's just like wild how, and I was having this conversation with someone else, like how um, hip hop in general gets like subsumed into just collective consciousness in a uh -huh. way that like we almost don't notice the fact that it it comes from a place. <laughs> like, yeah, or, yeah. Um, it has a it has a uh, particular history, you know, and I was just like looking at uh, and like I mean this is a this is an issue that like you know I'm kind of wrestling with as a as a photographer is just like the fact that um, some of the pictures that I make are about fashion, mm -hmm. right? And I've like worked as a fashion photographer, but my intention when making that work was talking about like how when you see men like this with their pants worn like this, you know, it, it, it brings up that like that pearl clutching kind of Reaction. instinct, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And the fact that like, that's what racism really is. It's not about um, your particular kind of skin color because I feel like that is an instinct that anybody can have like like any anybody who is capable of feeling fear uh -huh. you know or we can have a reaction to skin color is what could, you're saying could could have a reaction to anything like that any anything that like you would you would see a person and you would have various things that would like identify them as particularly like dangerous or the possibility that they that they could be dangerous mm -hmm. um and the fact that like that was something as simple as the silhouette of a person's clothing was like really interesting to me mm -hmm. um and like it 
doing that research, I I ended up like looking at the ways that American brands um, were able to be like repurposed in mm-hmm. these ways to like specifically. really. Specifically, like, um, Polo and Tommy Hilfiger and, like, Nautica uh-huh. and, like, um, really did a lot of Did the brands these... repurpose themselves like that? Or um, did they, did... What's, what's, what's fascinating is um, I think that, uh, so brands in my work have been, like, like a big kind of topic and, think, and something I've been, like, thinking about for a really long time because, you know, we're all, like, we're born naked. We don't have any kind of, like, tattoos. There's uh-huh. no signifiers. There's nothing. We have nothing, yeah. right? Um, but the reason why brands are so important is because it allows us to look at a person, see, like, the types of things that, like, they buy, mm-hmm. um, and... Uh, situate them in proximity to ourselves and be like, this person is this much like this or this person is this okay. much different than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Um, there's like this line in the movie. It's like, uh, I forget what the, the uh, it's a John Cusack movie. High Fidelity. Uh-huh. High Fidelity, he's he's talking about, it's not... Um, yeah, I think I know it's what not, you're... Uh, it's, not what you, it's not what you're like. It's, it's not what, what you like. like. It's like, it's what you like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like that, that's a really interesting... Um, no, that is kind of lying to me because it's it's quite true, yeah. You know, in a, in, in terms of like um, how we uh, express like identity uh-huh. in a lot of ways, um, like uh, like these pants, for example, Dickie's pants. Uh-huh. Um, you buy these at like Home Depot, yeah, right? So it's a the, bit of a punk like yeah it's know, a bit of a diy and and, 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 yeah. and, and and this is and this is the thing right because like like the fact that like it's sold at home depot means specifically that it's being marketed to people that um either work in the construction or remodeling industry or find themselves in those um parts of the kind of like retail landscape. Yeah. Right. Um, so in a lot of ways, like the fact that like, I don't do that for a living, you know, even though like I'm, I'm an artist, I'm at Home Depot all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. But um, yeah, yeah, you're not like, you're, you're not using the pants in the way that the designers right, are intending right. exactly. or, or, or are marketing exactly. them. Yeah. Exactly. But, but if you go to like, uh, and, and, and this is like even in, in, um, Dickies marketing and history, you know, of, co- of course it's like like Dickies is known as like American workwear, right? You know, mm-hmm. and like they've kind of expanded that. You buy like Dickies uh, scrubs and like Dickies um, uniforms for like different types of, uh, uh, I feel like they, they make uniforms for um, people that work, you know, um, as like firefighters or... or uh, what is the um, the the ambulance guys? You know, yeah, yeah. EMTs, uh, EMTs, um, which are kind of dope uniforms. <laughs> yeah, they're dope uniforms, right? Um, yeah, they're pretty. I didn't know Dickies made those. It's it's interesting because like in a lot of their branding, they will see the fact that like there's guys, you know, like skate guy. I, I grew up, you know, skating in uh, mm-hmm. Southern California, so like I think about Dickies as what I wore skating in high school. Yeah, yeah, right, and like. Now that they have seen that, you know, this is a part of their market, they recalibrate their branding 
for that. Yeah, yeah. And that's something that I've noticed. Well, Levi's had that pioneers. Had that, yeah. And that know? was a really good campaign. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. have, I still have a jacket from that time period so, from Levi's. It's dope. Um, yeah. Tommy Hilfiger has done that. And there's yeah. a lot of uh a lot of interesting. So which, which campaign did he do that? Because I, what I, the most I remember them being hip, they were always kind of uh, posh and snooty. And I even remember right. him getting yeah. into in hot water for saying that yes. he didn't necessarily want yes. black people wearing his yes. stuff. Yes. But then I, he made, came mm-hmm. out with that movie, The Faculty, with mm-hmm. Josh Hartnett, which was yeah. a Ro- Robert Rodriguez directed it, mm-hmm. and it's like an alien invasion movie, mm-hmm. which made the gear look very cool. But it was like yeah. that was a big thing that it was like all mm-hmm. the wardrobe. Which yeah. imagine a whole high school mm-hmm. where everybody's mm-hmm. just wearing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's What's interesting about um and and the way I think about this is. Um, specifically the way the urban community has repurposed what I like to think of as like um, American prep. Okay. Right. So that's specifically like brands like Lacoste, brands like Polo Ralph Lauren and um, Tommy Hilfiger. Right. Um, And I feel like, what even is polo? What? How does this sport? What is? I mean, you know, like, and that's not in many people's experience. It's not in many people's experience. Yeah. At least, <laughs> at least, at least, people that I know, um, and and you know, even something like Lacoste is like, um, I, I believe it's it's associated with like tennis or something like that. Yeah, these yeah. are these are like you know country club brands, right? Yeah. But um, I feel like there's like if you listen to enough hip hop, then like. Polo is going to come up at some point, you know, and um, the fact that it symbolizes in a lot of ways American wealth or the idea of American wealth. Yeah. You know, um, that's interesting because I think well, probably when those brands started out in the 80s, there was definitely a a, 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 a making it look like you like being rich was cool. Being right? rich was cool. Well, it's yeah. like, you know, and that's yeah. why all, the, the whole image of the 80s yeah. is, is very much like that. And, and so those brands probably came out of that. And then to stay relevant, they yeah. ended up, you know, being... Um, uh, I can't think of the word, but you started consume being like consumers uh, yeah. that start to buy into that image mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. perpetuate it. Yeah, in, within yeah. their own culture, mm-hmm. even though, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and like now, you know, when I see Tommy Hilfiger's branding, I'm like, you're you're directly like targeting, yeah, and and and, and it's and it's all in how. Um, uh, the photography happens and the the different ways you choose to kind of style the clothes, right? So, like, because, talk, it's, can you get more specific? Um, it's, like, something as easy as uh, changing the way the clothes, like, fit. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so... A little less preppy, a little bit A little more less preppy. Loose-fitting. Loose-fitting. Um, yeah. Uh, like, is he doing like baggy ability, pants? I mean, definitely <laughs> doing baggy sweatshirts. Definitely okay. doing baggy pants. But is he, is he doing the pants? And not baggy pants, saggy pants, I guess. I mean... Because there's a difference now. Yeah, yeah now, of, course, of course. But for our generation, it was yeah, synonymous. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I feel like the way the clothes are styled um, speaks to, to a, a, a definite effort in, in thinking about 
the the demographic or thinking about like the market who's who's buying these clothes and the people that are buying them are they listening to hip hop more specifically whether or not like they're from the urban community or not or are they listening to hip hop is 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 the question you know um, mm-hmm. that I have um, like how do they how do they identify how do they like situate themselves um, and I think that that's changed. You know, since the 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 80s or or, or 90s, when all of that kind of uh, Tommy Hilfiger doesn't like black people, yeah, kind of kind of stuff happened, um, and that's something that's really fascinating to me. Even in the context of like you know a brand like Nike, um, yeah, all oh, of that all that stuff is is pretty interesting to me. Like like, like, like the, the Kaepernick stuff? Or? Like the like the Kaepernick stuff. Um not to get too topical, but Yeah, the well, well the Kaepernick stuff, um I I was really interested in um I saw the like, commercial and I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's and it's all a recalibration of, of branding. Yeah. You definitely. know, is, is is what it is. Like like looking for an opportunity to say, hey, this is for you. Go yeah. buy it. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, and I think that like sometimes people forget the fact that like that is almost always a calculated business move. Yeah. You know, um, especially like in the context of, uh, you know, the Tom Hilfiger stuff. Have like, you seen? We can't like forget that this person said these things. No, right? it's it's crazy. At, <laughs> you well, know, and then and, and then, even with Nike, like. But even know. think about what he's saying when he says that he's saying like you're devaluing my brand by buying it. It's like right. that's essentially right. what yeah. I, as I, how mm. I understand. It. I haven't read any articles on how it went down. Yeah. But that's basically what it sounds like to me. Mm. You know, we've worked really hard to make this, and yeah. so and like yeah. and then no, but then that's like. That shows his short-sightedness at the time, not really aware of what hip-hop yeah. was going to become. Because, mm-hmm. like, now it's just inescapable. And yeah. I don't mean that, like, in a negative sense, but it's definitely a different hip-hop than, than the one I grew up with, you know? Yeah, and, but and, that's and, the kind of real power of, like, subcultures and their ability to kind of really um, re-kind of use or, or reclaim different brands or objects more specifically like i think that that's kind of what what hip-hop is really all about in a lot of ways in what sense um like being able to like take something and like make it into something else Mm -hmm. you know is at least like how i think of it um like maybe even taking something that like isn't for you you know um and finding a way to like remix it in some kind of way yeah yeah. you know um have you watched uh hassan minaj's uh show on on netflix is he's a guy that used to do he's this indian guy that used to be on the daily show and he has a show okay it's really good what's the name of it it's uh called the patriot act it's like the patriot act interesting title um, (laughs) well yeah like it's uh there's a lot of he did one on supreme which is why i bring it up wow okay and and and, and like and how curious about that yeah no you would fucking love it you know and i bring it up because you're wearing a supreme shirt yeah uh but um but yeah, I had no idea about yeah. how that whole uh, system works. But yeah, but it's, like, it's really it's, fascinating being from LA and being around when like Supreme wasn't what Supreme is now, and just like how hype 
yeah, that's basically what it's to, all to to really dictate value, at least like you know, real value, like street value. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, not like MSRP, but like. What it? What it? What's MSRP? Right, <laughs> manufacturers adjusted retail price. Oh man, you do. You um, are doing your research on yeah, this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like I mean, I'm I'm curious about all that stuff. I'm curious about all that stuff because so, it's like it's it's a. I mean, when you're when you're thinking about art as a business person, or when you're thinking about like the business of art, you kind of. I mean, that's what it. It's like like hype is a is a part. It's like a it's like a part of like how. You know, a particular um, because I'm not I'm not saying that like me as an artist, I am a brand, you know, but I'm saying. But it wouldn't necessarily be like it, it would not it would turn off a lot of artists. It would turn off a lot of artists, but, but it's not necessarily is, untrue. It's not necessarily like untrue. I think that it's um, like people. I think that's people also generational. Buy into, people, people buy into. Um, the artist, their identity, their history, um, and me personally, and maybe this is like something that really like is is gonna piss off a lot of artists. It's like I'm not like particularly. I'm, you with you, I'm not. I'm not particularly like married to the objects that like artists make. I think they're like like they're kind of residue or like trinkets. Yeah. You know, in terms of like having like a like a cultural conversation yeah. that is like of a of a time is like what I'd like to like think of it as, you know. And um, I think that like it's important, and I, I don't think like people think about this enough when when buying Supreme is that like, do you want that thing that Supreme made, or do you want to be the, the type of person that wears Supreme? Yeah, you know. And I think that like when buying art. I don't think that people think about that enough either, but inevitably it becomes a part of the uh, background like stuff. You know, it's just like, I don't own this uh, David Hammond's piece, but like I own a David Hammond. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? It's not what you like. So, it's you own. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, I'm a, I'm a part of the, the, the people that like are into this. Yeah. Right. Um, oh, and, okay. Uh, I actually, yeah. okay. Yeah, 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 and like I, I think that uh, Supreme's brand that's has interesting that, that you say, power. That's you know, it's just like oh, I'm like I'm like of the of the Supreme people now. Yeah, <laughs> you know, for better or worse, you know. Yeah. So I, I I I definitely think that uh, um, it's definitely not. It's definitely new. It's definitely new. I definitely come from a. Um, I don't know. What the uh, hype is new? Well, we'll like um, having to contend with that uh, question now, right? Because it's like, uh, so another like like Supreme shirt that I like have that I like to wear a lot is like Nan Golden, mm-hmm. like as is like some of her, her, her pictures from the Ballad of Sexual Dependency. Okay. Um, but it's a Supreme shirt, yeah. right? And like, so... I'm a big Nan Golden fan, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel like the power of the picture oftentimes comes in second to the brand of the shirt. Yeah. You know, which in a lot of ways undermines what made Supreme such a like 
interesting streetwear brand, you mm-hmm. know? Um, it's just, like, tricky. It's, like, I, I think that Supreme as a brand has almost gotten, like, too hyped up to really do Supreme type stuff. Anymore, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, that makes so, sense. And uh, now, all, all, now the only thing that people want is, like, you know, Fox logo Supreme shirts, yeah. you know, which is, like, sad, I'm sure, from the perspective of, like, a person trying to make cool Supreme shirts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it's, like... It doesn't matter what the object right, is for people. Right. They just want to have one of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they want to have the one that everybody knows is one of them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you yeah. Know? They don't want the, the, the low-key one. No, The one no. that takes... Which yours is low-key. Yeah, I mean... Uh, yeah. Uh, maybe maybe I'm a around-the-way kind of Supreme, Supreme fan, I guess. But uh, well, I'm not, I think I don't it's a generational to, thing too. I don't think, yeah, I, like that's you know? the other thing that I was gonna say. I think yeah. that I think especially with art in terms of like like I uh, um I think this is something that comes up on the show a lot. So I'll just get your yeah. thoughts on it. Yeah. But I think that. When we grew up yeah. as kids, yeah. we just knew the people around us. Right. And yeah. now everybody has access to the whole fucking world. Like I you know. said, you don't yeah. you don't even need to you can fuck up and start a podcast when you're fifteen and say the worst shit. Yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah. it forever. Yeah. You know? That's like, wild. I don't you, like that. But I don't like that about the internet. I love the I'm very pro internet. But I think it's, ma- it's making <laughs> so. it's making everybody their own PR firm. And, yeah. and and everybody's savvier than that, like because I don't know if you remember what Facebook was like in the early yeah. days, but no one knew how to use it without making other people cringe, right? Yeah. Like it was. But don't like, you feel like that has the possibility to like really like strangle people's, you know, expressive potential, you know, because think, they're because they're think, their own PR firm. I think, I think what it does is it takes away some of the mystique that art has right in terms because like yeah. what you were saying is that you're not even so much interested in the particulars of like the the, the objects that artists make yeah. which to a certain extent is becoming the case it's like the yeah. art is becoming less relevant than the artist itself yeah. a little bit right? right um and and through the process of just I'm hesitant using, about that though. I'm hesitant about that I don't necessarily because, I'm like, not saying if it's a good or bad uh, thing but I just I, love stuff. No, I know. <laughs> you know, but but Love records, cameras, all this kind of stuff. But there's a whole generation that doesn't it. understand. Yeah, like I, even I'm trying to get rid of books, you yeah. know, because it's just like my apartment can't. Yeah. I, I'm I'm in this yeah. nice little rent controlled spot that I want to hold yeah. on for a while. I don't need all these books, you know. I feel like ideologically, I like, I I want that, but at the same time, like I I really are you a hoarder? I'm not a hoarder, but I like my like things. Uh-huh. You know, I like Your my vinyl. books, my vinyl. Your collections. You know, my my collections. And uh, it used to be like sneakers for a while, and then it stopped with the sneakers, fortunately. Um, was that getting out of hand? <laughs> uh, it wasn't getting out of hand. I guess I just felt like um, I wanted more... I, I, I guess I, I wanted objects that had the ability to... Um, uh what's the what's the right way of putting this? Um I guess I, I wanted them to be able to go past my like like direct kinda community. 
Okay. Right? I, I, I wanted to, to collect and covet things that were important to people, to more people. I guess that, or like maybe not important to more people, but had the potential to be that way to more people, mm-hmm. you know? And, and it's even this way with, uh, I, I can think of this like specifically with like, like investing in a, in a, in a pair of sneakers. Right. Because a lot of my sneaker investments kind of like paid off a li- uh, like, like quite a bit, like early on, like I, mm-hmm. I would, I would buy, um, Oh, so you were like a trader. I was like, you're not, you weren't just collecting to keep, you were reselling. Every okay, so I wouldn't even I wouldn't say I was I wouldn't say I was reselling. I, I would say that I was I was a collector. Okay. I was a collector, just like buying, but they selling, were just trading. Yeah, yeah, just like treating these things as. That's um, how I am with guitars a little bit. Exactly, like, like I'm, like, I'm kind of um, getting hooked on that. I can imagine it, and and this is why you know I don't know if you're familiar with the nike pieces that i made the nike paintings that i made they were a way to to were they at the macarthur uh i had one there yeah there was a, there i was do a remember Jordan something brand about one that. um and in grad I had, I had started thinking about you know the the um the sneakers as like a as like a way to talk about how art objects existed in the market and, you know, and, and, and to just like reveal the fact that like these art collectors weren't better than me <laughs> <laughs> or, or people like me, um, mm-hmm. that they just like had different, um, different kind of, you know, things, you know, like these like really inconsequential, you know, things that people maybe made or touched or put their name on. You know that eventually will turn into dust, just like everything else. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I, I guess I just wanted to 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 reveal the fact that like art collecting is just like another niche of collecting. Yeah. You know, another type of thing that you can buy it's, and it's, want. It's, it's you know. It's, yeah, you get to <laughs> another be a, another a, type of consumption. You are the so, type of uh, person that is wealthy enough to have taste. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and maybe, act on that. Yeah. Maybe the uh, stopping with the buying the, the 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 sneakers thing is is was like a way to maybe not uh, just stay situated in a in a particular type of um, we were, we were talking before about um, you know the things that you buy being like you know, indicative of the, your particular like community, you mm-hmm. know, maybe, maybe it was like a way of like trying to escape that, you know, and this goes back to the, the, the gravity thing and like momentum. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was having this conversation about Yeezys, you know, because <laughs> um, I'm a big Kanye West fan. Still? Still, okay. still, no, after after all that shit, I I, stayed, <laughs> I I hey I backed him up for a really long time, and I still like I feel for him. Yeah. I I cannot imagine what it's like to be Kanye West, right? And to right. me, it sort of seems like from yeah. what what uh, what Chappelle has said about yeah. about like his experience and why he stopped doing comedy. It's yeah. like, and then he talks about uh, what's his name. Um, Martin, 
Lawrence. Okay. Yeah. And he, and he says that like Martin Lawrence had a meltdown, but like he's not a weak person, you know. Yeah. It's just like the whole mm-hmm. culture is like yeah. really toxic and it gets to you. And yeah. so it seems like there might be a little of that going on with Kanye. So yeah, I, I I'm not going to condemn him, but the poor guy, I mean like He's saying yeah. some crazy. He's saying some, some wild stuff. Yeah, and <laughs> some like absolutely wild stuff. And 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 so, I think that that sort of goes to like yeah. just just how you you know how uh, these little subcultures can kind of close you off from what your fan base can even well, really like, like. We we had the, we were talking about um, you know the idea of you know you have to be your own PR firm in this kind of like post social media yeah, yeah. age. Um, and I, and I feel like at least this is like how I felt, you know, college dropout came out, you know, around the time I was maybe like a junior or senior in high school. That was like one of the first records that really felt like it was for me. Like I, I definitely felt in a lot of ways, like, um, I had never felt more kinship to an artist, Mm-hmm. You know, in that in that instant, um, because like you know, teenagers they're obsessed with like music. Most of them, at least, like I don't know how that is. Uh, w- whether it's the, that's the case now, like maybe it's podcasts, Instagram, yeah, or, or YouTube, you know, videos. YouTube. Maybe yeah. maybe they have their their own kind of stuff. But I feel like for me, you know, and people of my generation, like music, you know, is like important to your kind of like coming of age and maturing. Well, that's like how, how we you situate. That your was identity. the branding that we did back. Yeah, in, you like know, right, like, like you what's, know, what's your like, what's in your iTunes? Yeah, what's on your iPod stuff? Like, was this the music real... sucks? Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. That was like, that oh, was you like, like this stuff? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, Where I do mixtapes, na- making mixtapes was my move for the yeah. ladies. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, music was. was I'm trying was to peg down your age because you said you were in high school. When I'm 32. You're 32. Okay. I'm 32. Yeah, I'm 38. So so, so that's like a six year gap. Yeah. But I'm trying. It was like yeah. you were throwing things at me. I was like, wait, he's within a range, but right, I don't know. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm 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 32, and like I remember Kanye West, college dropout, being particularly um, self aware. Right. And like people like to harp on Kanye for, you know, saying what he's not supposed to say and not thinking before he talks, you know. But um, I feel like in that record, I, I, I saw the fact that like this is a person who is insecure but knows it. Yeah, you know, and it's and that's very, not something that was happening. A lot that was in not something that yeah. was happening in hip hop. That was not something that w- that was happening in music. Period. Really, I I, yeah. I feel like um, definitely not in hip hop. Definitely not like the idea that uh, you know you could feel like you needed to buy a thing, and like you bought that thing anyway, and you knew that like it was superficial mm-hmm. or you knew that the things that you were doing were like what were maybe what like are- a consequence of like your kind of social political like area or like arena or you know you what and what your friends liked what songs you know? in particular spoke um, to you? Like, what were your what, your uh, the uh, ones off that you were down? Off falls down okay. is is great because it has the it has the Lauren Hill unplugged uh, sample, uh-huh. um, and he's and he's just like talking about you know buying things, you know, um, 
naming your kids after cars because you can't because <laughs> you can't buy this car. Yeah. Um, there's one particular line um, where he says, uh, "I spent like four hundred bucks on this just to just to be like niggas, you ain't up on this, <laughs> you know." And like that, like that, like speaks to like this idea that you're buying things to kind of maybe. Um, maybe be like, I am not like the guys that wear Jordans. I'm like the guys that wear Balenciagas or whatever, okay, yeah, yeah. right? Like, I I I I'm bought into yeah. I like I like bought into being different than like the guys that buy pants at Home Depot, yeah, or whatever. You know, like now you get to like have a person look at you know, what you have and be like, um, I feel kinship to that person. And maybe that person has like a higher kind of uh, social or economic like status. Um, uh, one, I think that hip hop does a really good job of unraveling that, mm. you know, but um, I think way? that's a, that's particularly self-aware. Yeah, yeah. You know, and no, that definitely. like, I don't think that he gets enough credit for that they kind of just like see i feel like people see a lot of the unhingedness of you know the types of things that he says but like and you know more often than not it's probably true <laughs> you know the criticisms are are, are, are probably true mm-hmm. but um i think that like most people are particularly bad at uh admitting when they're wrong or admitting when they're like flawed, and I don't think that he has that problem. And I think that's a powerful gonna, tool as an hold artist. Hold on, <laughs> I'll, I'm with you on flaws, but, but right, but when he's okay, wrong. okay, that's 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 fair. That's fair. He is he 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 does tend to be like I'm like I'm right about everything. Yeah, you yeah. know, um, and that must be exhausting. To that just is exhausting. Collaborate with that him. is exhausting because like there's there's nothing worse than. Um, I can I can even think about this when I'm having studio visits with people. Yeah. There's nothing worse than an artist who like, you know, you can't tell them anything. It's like why am I even why am I even here? Yeah. Why yeah. Am I even? <laughs> if it's already done, it's already you done. just want me to see how awesome yeah. it is. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. But uh, self self awareness is like something that uh, it was I definitely that, not not common in hip hop. I think right. or or I mean like. Drake is considered emo, so <laughs> right, right. So like, so but, even you know, you've got Drake doing that now. Is he though? Is he though? I think that that Drake or is. Or he's been called that. I think that Drake is a fantastic songwriter. Uh-huh. I think that I'm he not that is, familiar with his work. But I go think ahead. that I mean he's like you know of the caliber of any of the best. You know, Puff Daddy. Of, <laughs> uh, I mean, any of the any of the best like like songwriters right like like the people mm. that write songs you know that you know like people... not even in the genre just like, yeah yeah, yeah. Just, yeah like yeah. i feel like drake songs are, are are gonna be played on the radio like in the same way that like michael jackson songs will be played on the radio yeah you know like but for me it's better than like you know like cause... but nothing that he does is particularly honest or feels think... earnest i don't yeah, think that i don't, I, I don't think i've ever that. heard no. I don't I, heard much of a, a a Drake record that felt particularly earnest and that it came from a place. Well, started from the bottom. <laughs> Is it really true? Yeah, yeah, not <laughs> really. Yeah, he didn't start not, from the what, bottom. Which bottom? <laughs> like like uh, you Degrassi. Know? <laughs> I, I mean, 
Yeah. Yeah. I guess everybody's got their like Struggle. crew of friends and they're just like, remember? Remember when we was this? Remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, but No, it's a yeah. good anthem and everybody yeah. feels it. Everybody like, it's a good anthem. He's yeah. a he's a I mean, he's a great he's a great songwriter. I feel like he has a he has the ability to really, you know, make music that uh a lot of people from a lot of different um, communities like respond to, but I feel like the, the the problem with that is the fact that like it's not specific, it's not about anything, yeah. and it feels dishonest. And so is, <laughs> is he like a Kevin so, Hart comedian type? Uh, I don't know if you're as into comedy as I am. Um, where it's like, is Kevin Hart that to you? I don't think he's. It's kind of well, like every man's. You I think know? he's. I think he's an every man. I, I think he's like. Uh, I mean, I think he's funny. I don't yeah. like him in movies, but right. his stand-up, stand-up, I think okay. is for a very okay. specific yeah. set of people. Yeah. That uh, I haven't seen enough of his stand-up. Yeah, I haven't like, seen enough of his stand-up. I, it, but okay. but yeah, but I, I think right. that he's kind of uh, main like mainstream, uh, palatable to. Because he's talking about being short a lot, and you know, right, and a lot right. of that. Yeah. Uh, and and like I said, I like him. I just like mm. I like Drake, yeah. but it's not. And maybe it's unfair to say that Kevin Hart isn't sincere. Uh-huh. Yeah, but but yeah. I see I see what you're saying that like in terms of substance, like yeah. he's not talking about the world that much. Right. You know, like right. it, it's a lot about it, which is what uh, DMX said about uh, Rick Ross, which is like how much yeah. can you talk about eating. it's like yeah like okay yeah you got this stuff and you're Mm. badass and you're friends with lebron james and you guys are on the phone with each other but like Mm -hmm. you know all of that yeah and then i think everybody's everybody's different in terms of like what they demand from their art you know everybody everybody wants different things i think that like i don't know whether it is it is generational or not i guess i just want to feel like I'm okay with it with an artist, you know, making it, like really making it, just getting getting checks, getting mm-hmm. paid. Yeah, yeah. You know, if I feel like I got something. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't feel that way with a lot of uh Is there anyone you do feel that way? I, I feel that even when Kanye makes something really terrible, mm-hmm. I, I feel like he gave me something. New, yeah. He gave me he gave me something that like came from a place that was like personal and it was and it was that that compromise mm-hmm. is to me I don't know whether it's always like one to one but I guess I just like think about like how bad the the business of art making really is you know like the fact that um you know this is like a like a it's like you're you're giving people a little bit of a part of yourself yeah. Right. And like, I think that there's, there's different ways to do it. Right. You can, you can turn whatever you're doing into something that um, is unrecognizable from what you would consider uh, too personal, or it's like distant enough from what you really think or who you really are to the point to where it feels comfortable. Like that's like a, that's like a compromise mm-hmm. and you can get like paid less for that. Or you can like really, really, really like put yourself out there. And I think in, in exchange for that, you should be like, you should be paid. Yeah. <laughs> you know? No, I, I can um, see that. And, and, I, and, I, and I think that like when, a, when an artist does that, really puts themselves out there, you know, um, I, I think that uh, 
Any any it's other? It's worthwhile. It's like I mean, I, we were talking about Dave Chappelle. I think that like Dave Chappelle, um, definitely. I mean, definitely. That's, like that's definitely why. That's why he was is getting willing. Paid. Was willing to have people to to say a thing and not know what people might think. Yeah, you know, no, and he was also willing to take care of himself first, right? When yeah. shit got crazy and yeah. no, and it didn't make any sense, like he took yeah. care of himself. And look at him now. I mean, yeah. he's getting millions of dollars to do a special. Like, I know. Like, I, know. I, I think it's triple digits. <laughs> yeah, millions. yeah. I, I, I mean, I think about. I have a few friends that are you know comedians, and uh, I think about. That's a tough scene. It's a tough scene, especially now. That's a lot and of work. We were, we were, we've been talking about this whole time. We've been talking about like this idea of, um, you know, the 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 internet as as giving you infinite access to like, you know, everybody all the time, like what they've said, what they haven't said, um, and having to kind of like constantly manage these like little snippets of like what we do, yeah. you know, in, 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 in this way that like causes us to have to be hyper aware of that, um, as being really tough to, to, to manage as a, uh, comedian. Yeah. You no, know? definitely. That's, that's in any way trying to, uh, push people. Yeah. Right. Because like, that's, those are the people that we like respect, right? Definitely. Like historically, like, like the people that really, made us uh, I don't think it's as simple as making people uncomfortable. I think that that's like minimizing it. Mm-hmm. But um No, to it's like a, 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 evaluate where we are and like response to or, or in proximity to, you know, these uh, these other people, you know, in the world like Well, yeah, it, when when you challenge it you don't necessarily need to make people uncomfortable to challenge their worldview. Right. Or yeah. to or or to show that or yeah. to validate it. It has and a I, habit of doing that though. Yeah, well, <laughs> well yeah. So <laughs> But but the, and no and that I mean I think that that's the point of all good art. There's like even with it can be just a com, com, uh, it can also be a connection of like hey this I understand cool. your experience right instead of just being a this is my experience right you know um, which which is interesting um, I wanted to ask you specifically. Since we have like a perfect example, what is the momentum? What's the gravity of Kanye West's? Uh, what's hmm, what's the because tr- because the way that you described it, it sounded like it was a little bit of a trap, and I think that hmm, it might be I, interesting. I think that um, ooh, that's like worrisome. It's worrisome <laughs> because like uh, I I think that with with Kanye West, it definitely seems like. Um, Usually, most like musicians or or most uh, artists, right? Um, and and I feel like people have different ways of kind of saying the same thing. And um, it's like you only have like a few good ideas if you're yeah, lucky, yeah. you know. And 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 what that typically like means is, is like I guess like what I think it means is the fact that like you kind of and you can you can you know extrapolate this to like writing film you know you're you're essentially like telling the story that like made you Mm -hmm. right like forever you're like you know rehashing this like 
this is who I am. This is like where I'm from. This is like how I came up. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. You know, and I think that like Kanye West wants to talk about um, who he is in the here and now. And like, I think that, well, me particularly, I can't like relate to it. Yeah. You know, and I'm not sure whether or not um, it, I, I think that it's particularly like dangerous to um, wrap that up in uh, anything that has to do with um, race relations in this country. You know, or any kind of like. What do you mean by that? Well, like, like I don't think that that if if Kanye West wants to talk about his particular situation in the here and now, right? um, He's not speaking for. He's not speaking for me. (laughs) You know, and I and I and I think that. um, But is it valid that there might be people he is speaking for? Um. Yes. But I think that those people are few and far between. No, no. I mean, obviously. You know, like, <laughs> I, 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 I think that, like, if, if, if Kanye West's audience is Kanye West, then he has, like, a serious, a serious problem when it comes to uh, um, relating to, to people. Yeah. But, like, at the same time, like, like this is what I think of as, like, you, you're, you're successful when the things that, like, your particular like language or like how you are like describing a thing could um, transpose to other people when that thing could like that's like really uh, simple or poetic. People could like be like, you know, that's something that I'm going through in my own little pocket. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I and I think that uh, maybe it's like a class thing. Maybe it's just like I think I think with him. It's like it's like a lot of things. It's like he's in such a unique situation and it seems like he's he's done a really bad job of staying grounded in uh, the community that um Well it's it does came from. If, if you're a if you, fan if you compare him to like other other rappers that yeah. I see like really out here, yeah. you know, and just being like, I am this person from this place, and I will always be this person from this place. Yeah, Kanye West is bad at that. Yeah, comparatively, well, and I think that that feels like a little bit of a betrayal too, right? It feels like a betrayal. Yeah. So you know, like, which is in a, in a uh, uh, one that is it's hard to argue with. Yeah. Well, and I think that that's sort of, you know, don't betray your audience is maybe one of the biggest takeaways because like, and uh, I mean, it's still hard. One thing that's undeniable about him is even as he's doing all these things that are upsetting, he is still a charismatic human being on on a very strange level because you still have sympathy for him. You don't agree with him necessarily, Mm -hmm. but you want him to be okay. It's a, it's a little bit like, uh, like the, uh, it's completely different, but a little bit like, uh, Tiger Seaman. No, what Tiger, uh, uh, yeah, Tiger Woods. No, oh no. <laughs> no, I was thinking uh I'm an Adonis, the fucking uh, oh. uh, Charlie Sheen. Oh, that, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> yeah, w- w- Tiger Essence is what it was. Tiger Essence. Yeah. Oh, Tiger Essence. <laughs> I love that you first thought. <laughs> yeah, that is interesting. <laughs> that's cultural that's signifiers, a, yeah, I think. That's a yeah, that's a whole that's a whole another 
Yeah, I think because we're talking about golf and tennis and tennis oh, yeah. sports and well, and all then, that stuff. I, I was going to try to bring it back around to something. Oh, back around to comedians. Yeah. What you were saying is is interesting because it made me think about how like there are you know some of the comedians who who I listen to on podcasts yeah. are, are are actually pretty good at at yeah. tipping their toe into like racially uh, challenging things yeah. even though they're you uh-huh. know but then there are also comedians who talk about how they make an effort not to do that because mm-hmm. they don't want fan bases picking up on them thinking mm-hmm. that he means these things. Like, right, you know, like, like if you're right. making, like, yeah, hey, I'm, I'm being ironic, uh-huh. right? You know, but then uh-huh. like not everybody's following you on that level right. of irony, which is a thing that, that also Chappelle talked about. He's like, yeah. he didn't know if they were laughing with him or at him. Yeah. You know? and, yeah. And, and so, yeah. And then the yeah. other thing that made, that, that since I'm in the Chappelle mm-hmm. thing is the, yeah. the Kanye, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Makes me think of like when when we were talking about how all the um, like who are the people that he mm-hmm. is speaking to right now right, and right. It, for me it's that the 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 Key and Peele sketch with the um, with the <laughs> black Republicans right right <laughs> yeah yeah they were like yeah man mm-hmm. 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 yeah yeah and and is it is it that is it that simple is it is it that easy to um, dismantle a person's like ability to uh appeal to or um feel related to everyday like black americans is all it takes is like being a successful american business owner to like all of a sudden be like actually I like think that. Oh, that, 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 you know what I mean? I get what you're saying. You know, I lost you for a second there, but I now understand. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. it is crazy. Well, and I think that I I mean, it's definitely happening in in uh, in Silicon Valley when you have these people that are socially liberal, but they're fucking assholes. Yeah, yeah. you know, like Mm -hmm. they're you you know, and and that's like that's capitalist. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it's this very socially aware. We're conscious. Blah 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 blah. But fuck everybody. We union bust. We don't give a fuck. Like Elon Musk is is not a good man in terms of like traditional Uh liberal values. But he's he presents himself as such you know yeah there's this kind of environmental kind of this is the point of all of this like the whole the goal is for you know let me let me ask you something do you because there's a lot of talk right now and like not to get into too much into politics but Mm -hmm. do you feel like there's a similar sense of betrayal Mm -hmm. in terms of like the Obama years not necessarily Mm -hmm. being and also it goes back to the Clinton years of like we vote these people in and we don't mm. really get that much in return. Is that right. something that you're feeling or are you um, mu- much more well, hopeful? Particularly about the Obama years? No, particularly about just like Democrats in general. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. It's, a, it's a cumulative thing. Absolutely. absolutely. I, I think the, absolutely. Oba- the, the problem with the Obama years is that now all the racist people that were extra pissed off like right. got, have mm-hmm. their guy now, which mm-hmm. sucks. But yeah, yeah, I think like if yeah. you really look back... NAFTA, all of these things where they were like, yo, we got to fight. Uh, I, have, and, I mean, I feel like they're, they're talking about there. We can do like a whole another podcast. Yeah, for sure. You're oh, welcome anytime. Dude, we're oh, friends no. now. You're welcome here at any time. But go ahead. Yeah, like like the idea that, um, you know, I, I think that people people felt this, you know, quite a, quite a bit. Um, Democrats felt this. I think that Democrats still feel this, you know, like this idea that, uh, you know, 
things things maybe haven't gotten done and the fact that like maybe we're supposed to like win this election you yeah. know is like a um indicative of uh, indicative of that like you know maybe um do you do you feel like people were trying to tell you you should vote for them or did you feel like people were actually legitimately trying to appeal to your vote because I didn't feel I feel I, I think feel, that um I think that people were were trying to tell me this person shouldn't be elected okay yeah you yeah. know that's very specific and um, is that motivated that is that is true that is that is absolutely true but it's like a I think that it is cowardice i think that it's like so i i i take so much issue with it um but it's like you know a a, a very conventional political strategy yeah you know that in this instance didn't work at all <laughs> you know? has it worked ever so i mean because with bush it didn't work either right you know right when, but, uh, in, the, in the second second term yeah um well yeah, yeah i just i i you know I, f I get very frustrated with that. So I don't know. And, and like to some degree, I want this show to be a little bit of an escape. But we are talking yeah. things that are sort of related to that. But I think I do feel like there is this sense of, you know, um, I think the, uh, to cite again on the show, uh, Harry Kondabolu and also Hassan yeah. Minaj has talked about this. But just this idea of yeah, I gotta, I gotta trust, get up on this stuff. trust the system. Right. Trust the system. The system will take care of it. Yeah. You vote for the lesser of two evils. But now there's Ugh, this. Now there's so this. So gross. But now, <laughs> but we're getting to the like we're getting to the end of that being feasible, right? Because yeah. if we keep voting for the end of uh, the lesser of two evils, mm -hmm. we're not gonna have a planet anymore. Yeah. Right. So yeah. so it's a it's a pretty interesting like we've reached the limits of that. And we're, and we're still going to hear it. Yeah. You know, it's not yeah. going to go away. And so that's, that's kind of where I get like, I, I sort of lump the NPR crowd. Yeah. You know, like yeah. with, with these people that are like, she's qualified. She, yeah, but she yeah. doesn't agree with my, my policies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. you know, like it's, yeah. it's a very, um, it's a very interesting, yeah. like, rhetorical space that we find ourselves in where yeah. we're like you know okay last year i voted for the person that you guys told me to vote for it didn't work what are we right, going to do next what's right. the next plan we I don't have I'm, another plan I, I, I think i'm still gonna try to be practical you know and, and oh, i, I mean this it's, last it's, election it's, yeah, too. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's it's nothing i can i can um do other than 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 try to think critically about it but um these are like you know these are these are questions that i have and like People definitely like don't like when you when you bring it up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? no, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I do listen to um, in terms of like comedians. I do listen to a bit of Joe Rogan. I oh to, yeah, I, he's, I, he's he's dope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I I feel like a lot of people. Whenever I bring that up, they just like you. Like, you listen to Joe Rogan. Yeah, it puts you it like, puts you into a category. Yeah, yeah. it's weird though because. Um, I feel like he's he's one of those people that um, inevitably like I'm gonna disagree with like a lot. Yeah, you know. But um, I can I can imagine like having a civil conversation with this with this guy. A fascinating one, <laughs> you, know? you know. Yeah, and um, that is very seductive to me. Like the idea that like I can have a conversation with a person that doesn't agree with me on everything. Mm -hmm. that could actually be generative is like 
really like that's like a like a provocative idea to me, you know. Yeah. And it, and it seems like um, I'm well, like drawn. I'm I'm drawn to those those he, those kind of people. He seems so. to, he seems to be. This is my impression of him, and I've you know I've, his career has been an yeah. interesting arc. Yeah, <laughs> from, from news radio the kind and all of, that. Um, yeah. Fear Factor stuff, yeah. and then he's doing the MMA stuff. Yeah, but yeah, it's weird. But but it's it's a dude that's just doing what he's into. Yeah. And 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 for me, yeah, I'm not into MMA. I mean, yeah. you know, but like I get I get the appeal. I have watched yeah. some some of that, and it's it's cool. Yeah. But I think that he is. I think what you're talking to is that it seems like he's the kind of person that's flexible with his yeah. with what he believes and what he agrees with. Mm-hmm. And that's like that's actually one of the things that I feel like is yeah. missing. And one of the things that I try to have with the show, which is why I have people come teach me stuff. Yeah. Because if I don't know yeah. what they're coming to teach me, I right. don't know shit. And yeah. I can't put my two cents, right? Yeah. And so, like, so yeah. I, I really like, I, I appreciate that level of conversation where you're just kind of, it's especially like in this format, since I'm having repeat, com- like, I can, every episode I can say the same shit, yeah. which is what I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's better, it makes for more interesting content if I'm like listening to you right. instead of like trying to have you, hey, did you know this? Did you know that I know this? Which is a, lo- yeah. a lot what like conversation in general tends to be because you want, oh. there's it's a give and take. Yeah. So I really like this. Pra- like for me, this practice is, I totally yeah. like what you were saying about that experience. I've yeah. like learned so much and I'm actually going to, for the 50th episode, I'm going to do uh, an edit of all the like profound things that people have said to me oh, on this right, show, cool. which That'd is like, which is really cool. Yeah. Like, but like, proverbs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, for example, someone told me this idea that uh, AI, that we misunderstand AI fundamentally because huh. AI is based on data sets that we create. So without uh-huh. us, there is no artificial intelligence. Right. And so, and like yeah. just little things like that, just kind of like, whoa, shit, makes you think yeah. differently about stuff, which yeah. is, I think that a, a lot of political discourse tends to go away from that. Yeah. And my frustration, and the reason I brought it up, is that I mm. feel betrayed a little yeah. bit in that I feel like in the last election, it was shut up. Don't, don't stir the boat. Vote mm. for who you're supposed to vote for. Yeah. Don't question anything. Mm-hmm. And like, and and I don't think that moving forward, that's really healthy. And then there's yeah. this whole like Russia thing True. that's interesting. Yeah, that is really interesting. <laughs> Where they're talking about <gasps> our election being hacked and getting cheated. Yeah. But the information is that they cheated the primaries mm-hmm. that, that got hacked and got out, right? right. And so it's this weird like... M- clusterfuck mm-hmm. there's a lot mm-hmm. of stuff right now that's really I- kind of coming down on these like technology companies oh yeah you know, and now they're all like having to uh testify in congress and all this kind of stuff oh facebook um it's just it's just wild to me um it's definitely like interesting to see um how the president like has responded to a lot of that you know um like these things that kind of have like breadcrumbs like the fact that like i mean we i'm not i'm not i feel like the phrase our election was hacked is irresponsible you know (laughs) what does it even mean mean, right but like to 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 just kind of fake news it is like fascinating to me (laughs) you know especially like when the fact that uh that could only happen on another social media platform like um that has to get distributed 
on a platform like Twitter in order for it to like have power. So yeah. there's this like cycle, you know, that ends up like happening. Where I'm not saying like Facebook is Twitter and Twitter is Facebook, but like the way they um operate in terms of like how information is disseminated and who's responsible, whether that be the uh the the company or like the person writing whatever they're writing mm-hmm. is like interesting to me. Yeah. Right. You know, because yeah. like then, you know, do we put Trump on the, on the stand, you know, and be like, you could, you could, you could not have said this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, this is your responsibility, yeah. you know? Um, well, that shit has so. just opened. Like, the, the, I, a premise that I keep bringing up on the show is that Trump is a magician. Because, and, oh, and, yeah. And, and all of this Definitely. shit. All of this shit is just Definitely. postmodern. Through and through. Through and through. Propaganda. Yeah. When you say something, it becomes hypnotist. true. Hypnotist, yeah. No, but <laughs> yeah. I, I think there's there's like an actual practice of like yeah. ritually, uh, 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 you know, the ritual of saying something that's not true until it becomes true right. so that there are people there so that if you want to believe it, it's there for you to believe, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, if no one's, if he doesn't do that, then yeah. those people don't have a place to, so right. there's an interesting balance between achievable reality and, mm-hmm. and, and all of that. But, um, yeah. and authority you, as well. Like I, I feel like, um, like how people think about authority, like who has authority, like what people say, why it matters, you know, or why it's true. Um, I, I think that, uh, the, I don't know if the, the, the news media is doing a great job of like handling this. I feel like, okay, so, uh, traditionally, it's been um, uh, fact checking, right? Like, yeah. so all the things that like we say are like fact checked, and if they are not, then we like have to do like a retraction, and we're like, we have we have a we have a set of rules that we follow as um, legitimate uh, uh, media companies. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been something that I I think that they've been quite slow to uh rethinking you know so it's like i don't i don't have all the answers to like how all of this stuff is going to be um kind of like remedy like yeah like like remedy but um the speed at which like people get information is definitely like and incorrect information, yeah. then don't get the correction. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, um, and you've even, I feel like most people can even see the fact that um, a lot of times some of the stuff that we do see from like legitimate media is like it, it at least quest- sketchy, at least yeah. questionable. And the reason why is because like, you know, yeah. you have to, you have to compete with everyday people yeah. and what they have to say about stuff and ability for stuff to go viral in that way yeah. you know um no there's definitely who has more authority than the president yeah you know so <laughs> right so that's enough for a person like uh, for a lot of people for for a person to be like you know the president said climate change is a hoax that's enough for so yeah, many people yeah because they you want know? if you want to the believe president something said that. yeah if you want to believe something you will believe it Right. And and, right. and 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 you know because yeah. like the basic premise of occultism is ritual creates belief creates reality. And right. so these little rituals it's it's essentially just a whole subset of people that are very racist yeah. that have never really voted before. And so like here's how he breaks it down. He basically 
he's aware of this subset. For the longest time, there were parameters for how you ran for president. There were yeah. things you could and you couldn't rules. say. There were rules. And <laughs> yeah. it was, you know, yeah. and, and, and to some extent, we're at it, like the Democrats are at a disadvantage because they're still trying to yeah. function within that. And they want to go for I think that's what Kanye spe- loves about him. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. He's an artist. He doesn't he's, like rules. Trump follows no rules. Yeah, and he's a, he also like he's got a little bit of Kanye in him. I mean, Kanye used to oh, interrupt yeah. shows. He just didn't give a fuck about like yeah. you know. So like, there's definitely something to that. Uh, like Kanye is another person who does not live in everyone else's reality, right? To to his benefit and detriment in different instances and in different like areas, but. Yeah. But yeah, so so I just like for me, you know, in terms of of like speaking of gravity, (laughs) I think that there is a lot of uh, like I think there's a savviness to culture. Yeah. Now that is that comes with a lot of like people knowing about, I think a lot of this fake news, the reason it's so easy to sell is because on an individual level, we are all generating some level of edited news, right? Yes. You know, like we're yeah. not you, you, like, mm-hmm. and that's, and going back to what we were saying about the yeah. artist being a brand, people mm-hmm. may cringe at that. I think yeah. there's a generation of people that don't, cringe at that i think there's a whole new new group of kids that understand because culturally everybody's a brand now right Right, and 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 like i've had issues where people like get offended Mm -hmm. because i talk in these terms and like whatever i'm just too lazy to fucking art it up you know and what about the role of integrity though you know because like i i think that um but it but everybody this is what's great about like objects or things that like are separate from the people that that make them is the fact that like they are what they are. Yeah, they do you have know? a certain level of integrity. They're like but, but, concrete. But but even you, you know? don't show every single photograph that you take. Yeah, right? yeah. So the that... problem with believing in Kanye is Kanye is going to change tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and like that's why I I'm I'm so I I, I believe in it and I'm very interested in this idea of like you know the artist's persona the artist's brand but uh it's dangerous for sure you yeah know? yeah and I, I and i think that you know maybe something might, might be lost in this transition you know yeah so or maybe yeah. he's or maybe he's gonna come around at the yeah. end of this mm-hmm. and just fucking blow all of our minds. Maybe. Because he's having maybe. a public meltdown. It's just yeah. as possible. It's just as possible. It's just as possible. You yep. know, ha- ha- at, at, at any point in my life, I can look back and be like, meh, not so proud of that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and and this is just, he's just doing it so publicly because he's yeah. just used to t- having a dialogue with mm-hmm. everybody and yeah. saying what's on his mind. And it's, it is interesting how people have, been like i'm not buying any more yeezys or like you know i'm not blah 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 i'm not paying for this or i'm not doing that and i'm and i'm just like i mean college dropout still really good right